see me anymore, but you will see me. Because I live, you also will live. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Brother Ryan. I hope that you've had the opportunity to pick up an announcement sheet. I want to bring uh, a mention a few of these things to you to remember uh, that will be happening this week. Uh, don't forget uh, all those who are involved in feeding uh, Teen Challenge, the home cooked meal. Uh, tomorrow evening, about 5 o'clock, right, Bill? Uh, here at our building. Of course, if you're going to be preparing food, you need to be here earlier. Uh, but this is an opportunity for us to serve, uh, serve these uh, men as they're going through this uh, rehab. And so uh, if you've not signed up, I want to encourage you to see uh, Miss Carol Ellison or also Bill and sign up. There's still uh, opportunity for you. Maybe you didn't sign up. But maybe you want to be here and serve. We want to encourage you uh, to be here. Uh, to be here when these men are here uh, to enjoy this. And uh, you will be blessed as a result. So don't forget tomorrow evening here at the building, uh, back in the ministry building at 5 p.m. Also, I want to remind our men... Uh, about the men's breakfast coming up this Saturday. Uh, that's also Veterans Day. And so we uh, honor all of our veterans. But we also want to take the opportunity to uh, enjoy each other's company in uh, men's breakfast. So that's this Saturday morning at 8 a.m. want to also encourage you to remember our, the other ladies that uh, will be returning uh, today uh, from Destin uh, on, from the ladies' retreat. As I mentioned uh, earlier, we're going to do something a little bit different today. This will not be necessarily a typical uh, a lesson, but a lesson that I hope that uh, we can focus uh, during our morning and focus during our times of tragedy and difficulty on some ways that, that we can uh, focus and make it through those times. Life isn't easy, is it? Life becomes complicated in the midst of tragedy. When we lose someone we love, it hurts. And I believe the depth of our grief arises from the depth of our love. When we lose someone we greatly love, how can we not deeply grieve? So this morning, along with God's Word and this song that Bradley led us in a while ago, gives us some direction during difficult times. And I want us to focus on that course that we sang. And I want us to draw on four quick points of what we can do and what can give us direction in difficult times, no matter what those difficulties are. The song says, because He lives, and the first thing I want us to notice, because He lives, I have hope. Because he lives, the song says, I can face tomorrow. What are we to do when we experience loss? How are we to handle it when we lose a family member who has been serving overseas for our country? What are we to do when we have a child that is sick and at the point of death? What are we to do when we have a child who we have raised up to be faithful to God and has left the church? What do we do when, we, when a spouse of 20 or 30 years decides that they do not love us anymore and wants a divorce? 
What do we do when the boss comes to us and gives us that pink slip or tells us we're no longer needed on that job? What do we do when we lose someone we love so dearly? I want us to notice a few passages of Scripture on the screen. Surely when the Apostle Peter wrote these words, he remembered the time in his life when he wept, wept bitterly. In 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 6 and 7, he writes, Therefore humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that He may exalt you in due time, casting all your care on Him, for He cares for you. Isn't that comforting? Comforting to know that no matter what our difficulty is, no matter what it is that we may be going through, God cares for us. You see, the reality is the only way to face tomorrow is by looking to Jesus. The psalmist would write in chapter 31, 33, 38, and 39 the following verses. Be of good courage, and He shall strengthen your heart. All you who hope in the Lord. Let your mercy, O Lord, be upon us, just as we have hope in you. For in you, O Lord, I hope you will hear, O Lord, my God. And now, Lord, what do I wait for? My hope is in you. You see, it's in the midst of tragedy, in the midst of difficulty, that the only way we can face tomorrow in the middle of that storm is by looking to the Lord. Because He lives, I can face tomorrow. Because He lives, notice in the next place that we can have peace. Because He lives, all fear is gone. Many times in life, we have fears of the unknown. And these fears many times can rob us of the peace that we can enjoy. Notice what the psalmist would write in Psalm chapter 27, beginning in verse 1. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked come against me to eat up my flesh, my enemies and foes, they stumble and fail. Though an army may encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war may rise against me, in this I will be confident. One thing I have desired of the Lord, that I will seek, that I will dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in His temple. Jesus would write these words in the book of John chapter 14. In trying to share with His followers and His disciples, because He knew the time for Him to leave this earth was at hand. And these are the words that Jesus shared with His disciples facing those days. In John chapter 14 and verse 27, the Bible says, Peace I leave with you. 
My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Because He lives, all fear is gone, and I can have peace. A third thing that we can learn in difficult times and take focus in difficult times from Scripture and from this song is that because He lives, I can have confidence. The song says in the uh, course of the song there, because He lives, I know who holds the future. We never know what tomorrow holds, do we? We never know what will happen when we walk out of those doors. We never know what will happen with our country. We never know what will happen with our family. But when we look to the Lord, we know who holds tomorrow. Paul writes to the church at Ephesus in Ephesians chapter 3, verses 11 and 12. According to the eternal purpose which He accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence through faith in Him. I begin in the auditorium class this morning, again in the book of Revelation. And it's interesting as you look at that book and then also as, like we did, compare it back to the Old Testament times in the book of Exodus when the children of Israel, uh, prior to that, had gone through difficulty. They had been oppressed. And they cried out to God. And the Bible tells us that God heard their cry. God knew their sorrow. And I asked our class the question that I ask you today. Do you think God knows our sorrow this morning? Absolutely. He does. Whether you were directly connected with Miss Pat or not, maybe you have some other sorrows in your life. Maybe you sit here today and you also have recently lost a loved one. Or maybe it's been a few years ago. The message is God knows your sorrow. Maybe it is you sit here today and maybe you've lost a job. Maybe it is you have a child who's unfaithful to God. Maybe it is you have some other kind of difficulty. And the message today is God knows your sorrow. When we're going through tragedy or difficulty, we can have confidence knowing who is in control of the future. As I contemplated these words, and as I went over this point again, Bradley, a song came to my mind. A song I'm sure that anybody through Love and Learn knew. A song I know for sure if you came through Vacation Bible School, you know this song. He's got the whole world in His hands. In the book of Revelation chapter 21, John tried to describe the future of the child of God. 
In Revelation 21, beginning in verse 1, the Bible says, Now I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. Also there was no more sea. Then I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and He will dwell with them, and they shall be His people. God Himself will be with them and be their God. And God shall wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, no sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. Then he who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said to me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. Because he lives, I have confidence because I know who holds the future. And a fourth thing we can gather from this song to help us through difficulties. Because He lives, I have purpose. Because He lives, life is worth the living. After being converted, the Apostle Paul knew his purpose on earth was to glorify God through his life, but all that he did. And this is evident when we look at in Acts chapter 9, right after he was converted. In Acts chapter 9 and verse 20, we see what Paul did. The Bible says, He immediately preached the Christ in the synagogues that He is the Son of God. Paul began that kind of life after his conversion. And he lived that all of his life, even to the very end. In the book of 2 Timothy chapter 4, we have towards the end of his life, Paul writing these words, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Finally, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on that day, and not to me only, but also to all who have loved His appearing. Let us pray. Almighty God, Jehovah, Father, Father, we approach you, your throne today thanking You, thanking You for Jesus Christ. Thanking You, Lord, for salvation in His name. Thanking You, Lord, for redemption through Jesus. Thanking You, Lord, for the love that You have extended to mankind through Him. And Father, we also thank You, Lord, for the resurrection. For the path that Jesus opened up, that through Him, we can be with You. 
Holy Father, we approach You today, as already been mentioned, with heavy, heavy hearts. And Father, our hearts are heavy because we love Miss Pat so much. Our hearts are heavy because of her great example of leading and guiding and influencing young people. For her life, an example of service. For her desire to be with your people, even on this trip this weekend. And Father, as we remember her life, and as we thank you for her life, Father, I pray, I pray that each of us We'll seek to live our lives like Miss Pat. That we will give our lives to you and that we will live our lives for you and in service to you, and that we will do that by serving others as Miss Pat so wonderfully did. Father, we again ask that you will be with Donald and Creed and Amber and all their family. We ask that you will bless them, that you will give them peace and comfort and hope. Father, that you will be with the Loving Learn family, that you will bless them, that you will help them as they also mourn. And Father, as they also seek to carry on, as some have already said, like Miss Pat would want them to do. Father, we thank You for this great work that Miss Pat and others started so many years ago. And Father, as now a hole is left, we pray Your blessings on love and learn. On all of the teachers, Miss Tammy and other staff, for all these young people and their families, we ask Your blessings on them. We ask for help we ask for direction. And Father, for our church family and Father, this community because Miss Pat influenced so many others even outside of these walls. And Father, thank You for that. What an example. Help us to be like that, Father. And so we pray for this whole community as we all mourn with this family. And help us, Father, help us to hold up this great example of Your servant, Pat Williams, so that at the end of our life, Father, people can say that we too lived a life like Miss Pat, who could also say, like Paul, imitate me as I strive to imitate Christ. Father, thank You for Your Word that guides us. Father, we're thankful that Jesus lived and lives. And because of that, we can have hope. And we can have peace and we can have confidence and we can have purpose. Thank You, Lord, so much for all that You give us. And Father God, we ask that You will bless us. We ask that You will be with those ladies returning today and we ask that You will keep them safe. 
And Father, we ask that You will bless us this week as we again have the opportunity to serve. That we will, that we will serve tomorrow to glorify You and to remember Miss Pat in the way that she served. And Father, as a result, just like all the good that she did, through the service that we give tomorrow and all of our lives, that You will be glorified. Father, thank You. Thank You for knowing our sorrow. Thank You for being with us. Father, forgive us of our sins. And Father, when it's our time to leave this earth, we pray and look forward to hearing those words. Well done, good and faithful servant. In Christ's holy name we pray. Amen. One of my favorite poems is entitled Footprints in the Sand. One night I dreamed a dream as I was walking along the beach with my Lord. Across the dark sky flashed scenes from my life. For each scene I noticed two sets of footprints in the sand, one belonging to me and one to my Lord. After the last scene of my life flashed before me, I looked back at the footprints in the sand. I noticed that at many times along the path of my life, especially at the very lowest and saddest times, there was only one set of footprints. This really troubled me, so I asked the Lord about it. Lord, you said once I decided to follow you, you would walk with me all the way. But I noticed during the saddest and most troublesome times of my life, there was only one set of footprints. I don't understand why. When I needed you most, you would leave me. He whispered, My precious child, I love you and will never leave you. Never ever during your trials and testings. When you saw only one set of footprints, it was then that I carried you. Because He lives, I have hope. I can face tomorrow. Because He lives... I can have peace. All fear is gone. Because He lives, I have confidence. I know who holds the future. Because He lives, I have purpose. Life is worth the living because He lives. I understand this is not a, hasn't been a normal lesson. But you know, we've, talked about Miss Pat and the good life that she lived. And I'm sure she wasn't necessarily ready to leave us so soon. But we can take confidence that she prepared for this day. If she were here with us today, she would say, prepare. Be prepared. Are you prepared today? Are you prepared for when you take your last breath? If, if not, it's our prayer that you will do so today. We can assist you. If you're ready to give your life to Jesus and be buried with Him in baptism, to rise in newness of life with your name written in the Lamb's Book of Life, you can do that today. Maybe you're here today, and for whatever reason, maybe you're going through a different difficulty, and you need prayers. We stand ready to pray with you and to pray for you and to lift you up to God. 
Whatever your need is today, we ask that you will come and let us assist you any way we can as together we stand and sing. arms what a blessedness what a peace is mine leaning on the everlasting arms we're leaning leaning safe and secure from all alarms we're leaning Everlasting arms, what have I to dread? What have I to fear? Leaning on the everlasting arms, I have blessed peace with my Lord so near. Leaning on the everlasting arms, we're leaning, leaning, safe and secure from all alarms, we're leaning, leaning, leaning on the everlasting arms. If you will, please be seated. Thank you, Barry, for that great message this morning, for the prayers and the songs that have been led and sung. I want to take this opportunity to thank each and every one of you for being here this morning, and especially if you're visiting with us. We're always so glad to have you with us. I want you to come back at each and every opportunity that you have. We have some special announcements today, and I do want to remind you, though, to check the bulletin for the other announcements that we have, and I'd like to point out some of the events for the upcoming week. First, uh, please note the time change uh, for our Sunday evening worship service. It will be 5 o'clock, 5 o'clock this, this evening, and then Wednesday, Wednesday night our services uh, will stay the same at 6.30. Uh, it's already been mentioned, uh, Barry mentioned about Teen Challenge tomorrow night, so be sure and remember that. And, um, and then again Wednesday night, uh, Brother Kyle Butt will be back with us and he'll be speaking here in the, in the auditorium. So please make every effort to, to 